0: wasn't about the ride. It was about the skippers and the the community of people that you would be around all the time and people that I still am in touch with.
1: It sounds like the real shark
2: was the (laughs) friendships we
1: made made along the (laughs) way. Well,
3: as you know, Amity
0: means Means
2: friendship. friendship.
3: Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. (laughs) Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle (gasps) and watch your step on the moving walkway because we're taking you park to park to prepare you for your next visit.
4: Let's
5: discover Universal. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. I'm David, and we're the best and only official Universal Parks podcast.
3: (laughs) And I'm Carrie, and we're going to need a bigger podcast.
1: Why do you say that?
3: Because this episode is so stuffed full.
1: Full of sharks?
3: It's full of shark stuff. (laughs) Shark enthusiasts come into the podcast today.
1: Jaws enthusiasts.
3: First of all, it is summer, David. Nothing says summer more than a big blockbuster. And the OG blockbuster was Jaws. Very true. Yes, one of the most nostalgic Universal pictures. Of course, it was a ride here at Universal for many, many years. And uh, it still continues to operate at some of our sister properties. And we are very excited to talk about all things Jaws today. We have brought the experts on.
1: We'll be talking to a few of the skippers that used to live the story, that used to operate the ride and hear some cool stories from them. Uh, And then we are also getting a chance to talk to some of the creators who actually created the Jaws ride here at Universal Studios Florida.
3: Really excited to kick this thing off. It's going to be great. Let's do it.
1: Carrie, do you have like a distinct memory of the movie itself?
3: I do. The Uh, movie Jaws. Yes. When I was little, uh, my dad and I were huge fans of like action movies. You know, mm-hmm. adventure movies. You know, I loved E.T. When I was little, I loved all uh, the, the universal pictures, of course, Back to the Future. And Jaws was okay. in there. And it's, it's just... Jaws predates all
1: those. Jaws was 1975. That's right. But it was definitely in the zeitgeist. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah.
3: Yes, definitely. And uh, I just remember... Being scared to death <laughs> to to go in, you know, even like uh, six inches of water. I was yeah. like, I'm I'm definitely gonna get eaten.
1: To that point, my mom like kept it from me. My mom oh, was really? like, Don't watch this movie. <laughs> You're gonna be too scared because she watched it when she was a kid. Yeah, she, the way she tells it, she was like a competitive swimmer. She was like, and <gasps> then I saw this movie and I didn't want to swim get anymore. Out of here. Well, <laughs> so that's why she was always like, Don't watch it. And I remember even as a kid, like I didn't watch the movie, but like. I'd be in a swimming pool and there's like the light on the one side of the swimming pool. Yeah. And I was convinced that that's where the sharks lived. (laughs) And I didn't want to go by the light.
3: Every child have, like an irrational fear of of pool lights. Yes. So I didn't
1: see the Jaws movie until I was much older. Oh, okay. And then I was like, what have I been missing? Because it's incredible. It is. It holds up. It is so good. I mean, how? The suspense, the action, the Horror, it's awesome. It
3: speaks to, like, the palpable tension of the movie that oh, your sure. mom was like, mm, better not. Oh my. Oh,
1: <laughs> listen, that's what she tells. I don't know if she was there.
3: Uh, so, let's talk about our experiences with the attraction yes. itself.
1: So, I I think I only got on it once as a kid. Me too. Because, again, terrified. Right. And I did not open my eyes the entire time. <laughs> David!
3: <laughs> so, you went for a boat ride? Yes. Okay. Same? I uh, I did open my eyes, but I did only ride it once when i, I was went little for a boat ride I, uh, with my eyes closed. right hands. exactly that's what you went leisurely boat ride um but yeah i only rode it once when i was little and i remember uh just how enormous the shark was and i was sitting on the oh, side of the boat with the shark it was bigger
1: than you if you were a kid oh absolutely i mean it was probably bigger than an adult person it was well.
3: <laughs> and then i rode it uh when i went to hollywood universal studios hollywood right, a couple it's part of years of
1: the, ago the tram the backlot tour
3: exactly and it it holds up i mean i remember the boathouse i remember it opening into chomp, chomp, amity chomp, and chomp, chomp. it was just it's nostalgia.
1: I I came back then as an adult once I started working here, and then I actually rode the ride a bunch of times, and that's where I actually remember the ride. Exactly, like kept mine, <laughs> you kept so. your eyes on.
3: Well, it did open at Universal Studios in 1990. It was one of the original attractions of the park. It went through some changes, and it became uh, what it was, and it closed in January of 2012. Walmart. Yeah, the uh, studio backlot tour version at Universal Studios Hollywood is uh, was original.
1: Yeah, nineteen seventy-six yeah. is when they first made it part of the tram tour. And so yeah. the Orlando version was like the the big beefed up yes. feature length version right. of, of that experience. The individual
3: one. And it still is actually running at Universal Studios Japan. Fun fact. In two thousand and one
1: it opened there. Yeah. Yes. And it still exists. So listen, if you're a Jaws Die Hard fan. Yeah hop a ticket over to Osaka, Japan.
3: Bonus if you speak Japanese. It will
1: it will be in Japanese. <laughs> yes, It'll be a little confusing.
3: <laughs> well, we still have some Easter eggs that um, still represent Jaws here at Universal yeah. Studios Florida. There's obviously Bruce Bruce is the big job. You can still take a
1: picture with Bruce. He's hanging up there over next to Shea Alcatraz. Yes. um, Over there in the San Francisco area of the park. Speaking
3: of Shea Alcatraz, it is sort of a a Universal Orlando pass holder specialty bar that you can go Anybody can experience it, but it's a favorite of Universal uh, annual pass holders. And they have a drink called the Ocean Attack. For those guests 21 years of age or older, I've never had it. I haven't either. Do you know what's in it? I have no idea. I just know it's It's blue. It's blue? Yeah.
1: And then they pour something. (laughs) (laughs) Red. red.
3: It. <laughs> <laughs> it resembles. We should
1: check that out. And well, I know I've seen videos of it where yeah. uh, the amazing uh, bar staff over there—they, it's like a whole show.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. So
1: yeah. So it's definitely a favorite. For people check to it order. out. It's
3: an experience. There's also uh, some merch we got going on over yes. there in the film vault. The
1: film vault, which is uh, kind of the throwback movie merchandise store over in our New York streets area. Yep. They, we went in there today on the way into uh, to the studio today. They have a whole wall full of Josh stuff. Yeah. Tons of shirts. Uh, tons of stuffed animals. They got. Movie posters, memorabilia. They have jazz boxer briefs. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, David. (laughs) Yeah, you could be rocking some jazz boxer briefs. We'll see. We'll never know. We'll see.
1: If you really, if you really want to truly live the Amity life, oh, the Amity bathrooms are still there. (laughs) They are still there. They have. They are are that that classic New England coastal architecture. Yep. They've painted them brown. Well, but that is the the last vestige of, of Amity Island. They're still there. Um, so yeah, well, great times.
3: We have our experiences obviously with Jaws, but ours are kind of limited to maybe what a guest perspective would be. That's true. So we are bringing in the experts, the big guns here today. We have. Literally. uh, Yes. That was part of the ride. That is true. I remember. That is true. It was a grenade launcher. I thought you were going to say big muscles because we are bringing on Mike Aiello today, uh, (laughs) who was a skipper as part of the original. Can we verify
1: that claim? Does Mike Aiello have big muscles?
3: My opinion, my official (laughs) opinion, is that (laughs) Mike probably has big guns. I don't really know. Uh, And also, one of my best friends ever, Megan Borkus. Uh, She is a team member here at Universal Studios Orlando, and she is a... Mega. When I say mega Jaws fan, this person has decorated part of her new home uh, in Jaws memorabilia. So I can't uh, wait to
1: hear all the details.
3: And she was also a skipper as part of the original attraction. And
1: guess what? Our executive producer, Michelle, (gasps) was also a skipper. Yes. We're having a skipper reunion.
3: Keeping it in the fam. Um,
1: Maybe we'll get her to talk on a microphone. I I hope so.
3: All right. Let's turn it over to the The experts.
1: We are joined here in the studio by two very special guests. J J I ps Jaws Important Persons? Sure. Sure.
3: Sounds about right. <laughs> well, honestly, when we were thinking of the experts of Jaws, it can be no one else right. than these two.
1: Two former skippers. Yes. Um, wonderful people, still very much involved here at Universal Orlando Resort. Um, we'll have them introduce themselves. Mike and Megan. Mike, why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Uh, sure. Hi, I am Mike Aiello, uh, Senior Director with Creative Development at, here in, at Universal Orlando Resort. Uh, Happily. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I
0: love it. You're the best. <laughs> Megan, hey! What's up? I'm less impressive. Uh, that's <laughs> no. <not> true. <laughs> I'm Megan Borkus. I, I've been with the company for about uh, 16 years. Uh, this coming month, congratulations! congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm an actor around uh, the parks. I do uh, like six stages right now. Oh,
1: that's yeah. awesome, including some with us,
0: some with you. We love yes. we love Megan. We hey, Megan. hey, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: what is what is your history with the Jaws ride itself? Because I. If I'm not mistaken, you guys are of like two different eras of Mm -hmm. the Jaws ride,
2: right? You never worked there together. Mm -mm. Yes, I'm I'm old.
3: (laughs) We didn't want to say that. We'll say original. Original.
2: Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'll start because I'm the older, I guess. (laughs) The original, the OG. Uh, Yeah, I started at Jaws in, uh, actually, when I started with the company in 1996. March 8th, 1996. Um, I was hired. Uh, It was going to be a summer job. And I've been here 26 years. Wow.
3: (laughs) It's a long summer job. Yes, yeah. very,
2: very long, <laughs>
3: <Good>. very long.
0: <laughs> the
6: longest summer. Yeah.
0: I love it. Megan, when um, did you start with Jaws? So I started with Jaws in 2008, but I started with the company in 2006 at Earthquake, mm. the big one, uh, <laughs> which is the full title. Oh, you can't um, forget? Yeah. And uh, I, I auditioned for Jaws, but I needed a part-time gig, and they only had full-time spots available. So okay. they So they gave me Earthquake. Um, <clears throat> but Jaws was full time in your heart. Jaws was full time <laughs> in my heart. And and once Earthquake turned into disaster, um, I stayed there for a little while, and then I moved over to Jaws, and I was there until it closed in uh-huh. 2012. Wow. It was very sad. It was uh, I cried a lot. Oh, Just cried. In fact,
1: <laughs> Ooh. let's bring back a happy memory. Before <laughs> yeah. we get too far, we we introduced uh, the episode with some of our memories, but we didn't really talk about like what the story of the Jaws ride was. So we'll
2: leave it to the experts here. Yeah. Well, again, take us back. It was um, it was a again theme park attraction that was trying to allow you to ride the movies. That was the slogan for the studio back then. And That yeah. was the that was the the main log line for any attraction that existed in the studio back then as you were riding the films, this attraction was, was unique in that it was kind of a story within a story um, where you were not going on a ride based on jaws. You were going on a tour on Amity Island okay. called captain Jake's Amity boat tours. And this okay. was a kind of mom and pop business that had come up by captain Jake who was featured in the Q line video. And he was uh, he was quite a character. It's as if the movie was based on real events. And this is the the tour you're taking to experience where Chief Brody's house is, and here's the here's Quince boathouse, and all of these these kind of landmarks. Um, but as every theme park attraction does, something horrible happens, and uh, you know, at the beginning of your tour, you get a, a message um, from another boat that's being attacked by a massive great white shark, and everyone's kind of like, "Did this really happen? Did it not?" And you turn that corner, and sure enough, the boat that went out before you is sinking, and uh, there are no survivors.
0: (gasps) I don't see any survivors. (laughs) I don't know what could have done this except a shark. A
2: shark. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my my gosh. gosh.
0: (laughs) The biggest one I've ever—
2: He's going <laughs> He's under, going the, under boat. the
0: boat. Base, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This try the Virginia launcher. This thing actually this like works. Like a dramatic
5: reenactment.
2: Yeah. So you're this young kid that's thrown into a perilous situation with a boat full of tourists, uh, and you've got to figure out a way out of it. And that was the entire storyline. And each event thereafter, the discovery of that the shark exists and it's real, uh, you narrowly escape uh, in every way mm-hmm. uh, this shark and devouring everyone on your boat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. The boat would would tip and stuff like the shark was going under it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you would it would feel like real real. Yeah. yeah. I mean
2: the boat obviously the boat was on a track. Yeah. And fitted with hydraulics. So mm-hmm. every single movement that the shark would create in the water you felt on that boat. Uh, you being the the skipper and all the guests kind of experiencing this—it's no different than the attractions we have now, as far as you know, surrounding you in the elements that make you feel like it's actually happening. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you're there, and and um, and yeah, it, it was intense. It, it was an intense ride. Like, it did not pull any punches at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's a family ride as well. Right? Yeah, oh, for but sure. It, but it definitely, it, it, rode yeah. it rode that line. Yeah. It rode that line because, you know, you're showing the guests that the, the boat they just saw lift off prior to them getting on is yeah. sunk. Yes. And... Uh, it's after you now, and that yeah. that was intense, and the music was intense, music. and so it was a it was an all in all in experience, and it was real. That's yeah. the thing; it's very real. You're in an actual lagoon, you're with an actual shark, yeah, uh, although robotic, but very real. The
0: Fire was
3: real. Everything. I have to say, I've been part, as we all have, of of openings, of closings, of attractions that are no longer here, and they there's a, a piece of us that still loves that, you know. It sounds like, from everybody I know that has been a skipper, you two, including our executive producer, Michelle, um, it's just such a, I don't know, it was such a huge piece of their life. I mean, what did it mean to you two to be skippers at Jaws?
0: Um, I mean, it was something that I had uh, wanted to do for a very long time. I grew up in Orlando, so I grew okay. up um, coming to the parks. I was very scared of this ride. Um <laughs> Me too. very scared of this ride. Um, uh, but I, I remember... Uh, Coming here and specifically wanting to work at the Jaws ride, getting to do a couple of years at Earthquake and then going to Jaws and closing the ride. Ugh. I was a trainer at the end. Like it was um it was a very emotional uh experience. And uh we had um one of our leads used to say that it wasn't it wasn't the ride, it was the people, like it was the community of skippers mm-hmm. that was yeah. built that was so special. Yeah. It wasn't about the ride it yeah. was about the skippers and the the community of people that you would yeah. uh be around all the time and people that i still uh, am in touch with yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah it sounds yeah. like the real shark was the friendships we made, <laughs> we made <a laughs> way. well
2: as you know yeah. amity means, means friendship.
0: friendship oh it's <gasps> true oh, david Full circle wow <laughs> oh,
2: it's like they was thought really about cute. that We're
0: having a lovely day the yeah. sun is out <laughs>
2: gorgeous <laughs> for like, for me it was like, looking back on it now, knowing it was in those kind of formative years for what was going to be Universal Orlando Resort, sure. yeah. um, it there's a lot of nostalgia there for me. Uh, my, my grandfather was the city inspector for the studio. So I came here when this place was being built. What? So as a kid, I That's came cool. here all the time, went to Horror Nights all the time. So, like, the minute I could actually work, this is the place I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And the day I went, it was a massive job fair and sure enough Jaws was on the list and it's one of my favorite films E.T. and Jaws are my two non-horror favorite films of all time <laughs> I have to preface that yes <laughs> um, and uh, and it was like okay you want to audition for this go ahead so we went into this room and uh, Mimi Lipka was yeah. the uh, was the, the kind of trainer at the time and wow. uh, she gave me the script and you read it and uh, and then sure enough you know a month later you're, you're, you're training on a boat that moves without you moving it <laughs> Um, the other really great thing about working at that attraction or honestly, any, any ride attraction, especially if you've been here for a long time is, yes, you got to be on the ride, but at the same time, part of your day was also managing the queues and being greeters at the front. And you really got a sense of, um, as you, if you had a career here, you really understand, at an early age what the needs of the guests are and, and, and how vast they are and you're in there every day like you're, you're, you're in it um, mm-hmm. I think the ability to be able to become a performer later uh, for me for us both and then for me in a creative capacity I really look at that first year and a half being here in Jaws as a way to really find the identity of what theme park is mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. it can go um, again reading an audience that the, all those things were oh, learned yeah. on that attraction
3: what makes it that way for guests because there's a lot of attractions that have mm-hmm. closed, right, but there's some that are special there's those treasures, those gems. What do you think about Jaws makes people still it still resonates with guests
2: um I think the I think the impact it had even you know when it premiered because the Jaws film created the summer blockbuster i mean yeah. that that didn't exist prior to that film, yeah. so I think that alone you know kind of resonates, but also we're kind of in an, in an in an age right now where we've got a lot of um you know, people my age who who loved these films growing up that now have kids. So there's kind of this handoff of nostalgia that's kind of happening across the board. Yeah. I mean, you see it in pop culture in general yeah. now of how much that the, the, we call it the nostalgia pendulum. And it's like mm-hmm. every 30 years, there's this shift in in what the current generation versus the next generation or next two generations really love. Uh, and that's very present right now. Yeah. So I, I think all of that kind of mixed together and the fact that – the movie is still scary. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, it's scary. it's so the movie good. is still scary. It's such a good holds uh, well, up. You know, I've show it to, to my son at an early age. We we, we actually saw it in the theater Just here.
1: Traumatize him early. Just <laughs> get
2: him. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, he was okay. Yeah. yeah. After a while, um. But but then you know we were driving home and I and he was I think he was maybe eight or nine and we're driving home and I asked him the question I said, uh, "How often do you think you saw that shark?" He mm-hmm. think there was sharks in the whole movie. Yeah. I said no it's not the shark's barely in the movie right. i don't know the exact timing i'm sure someone listening probably knows that right but it's barely in the movie and that was also something really unique and based on a challenge that the shark didn't work so they had to figure out ways to keep the momentum and the tension going in that film to keep audiences engaged and it's it's a perfect it's a perfect craft you know and you know if we want to link it back to the ride that happened as well, too. Yeah. Sometimes the shark wouldn't <laughs> pop out. Again, right. it's, it was very technologically advanced for its time. Yeah. So as performers, you've got to figure out how to still keep that tension going when the shark doesn't happen to be working yeah. in yeah. that particular moment.
3: That never resonated with me. I didn't realize how little the shark is in the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you it's think like, about yeah. maybe,
0: It's like maybe a couple of scenes at the, at the very
2: end. There's a really good
1: documentary about it. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's the
1: whole making of the movie. It's so good. Do you guys have, like, favorite stories um, from your time working there? Is there a favorite tour? Um, anything that stands favorite out? guest?
2: Maybe? Yeah. Um, I, I, For me, um, there was a couple years where uh, Horror Nights actually invaded the Jaws attraction oh, and, uh, yeah. and, and, um, and there were characters kind of interspersed in the scenes, um, which was really cool. So mm-hmm. like, I think they even called it something different. It's, I, can't, I can't remember what it, what it was called. Like, it was something Blood in blood the, water, in the water. water. Blood in the Water. I think what? that
0: might be what it was maybe, called.
2: Maybe. Ah. I, I can't remember. It might be that, but it was an entirely different version. It was still the same ride. Still the same. You're going on the tour, but then all of these different encounters would happen mm-hmm. interspersed among <gasps> lot, the the regular ride. A
3: boathouse. Was there different scripting for the skippers? Uh, it
2: was slightly different, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't much. It was like it was almost as if I know when, when we did it. I don't know if it was different for you or if it even happened when I you don't, were there. We
0: didn't. We just did regular night tours.
2: It was like it was encounters. Maybe the guests only saw. And we oh. particularly didn't. Oh. You know? What? Did the shark happen oh. concurrently? Was it like there's yeah. a oh, it clown the, and a shark? It was, yeah. it was the same, it was yeah. it was the same okay. ride. Wow. It was just a just, way to- know, Nobody to, talk about the clown. <laughs> about the
3: clown. <laughs> Don't mention <laughs> it. It's a figment of your imagination.
1: That is oh, terrifying. That is. Yeah. It, it was
3: that's
0: pretty wild. cool. Ooh. <laughs> like, I could just imagine being in the boathouse and being like, <laughs> <laughs> Night <laughs> everywhere. Night tours were scary, man. Like, cause you, I mean. You know, in the daytime you can kind of see where the sharks are. Mm-hmm. But at night you can't see. Oh, where
2: the your boathouse is a totally different is experience. So
0: scary at night. <laughs> and it's scare it was scary in general cuz you've got like gross like like chopped up fish and Ugh. like it smelled bad and like I remember the noises, the, like the, the noises, and, yeah. and then the the barrels would fall over. Five senses
1: immersion. I love it. It was Ooh. It was You just what, couldn't then, taste anything, right?
0: Unless yeah. uh, I don't think If so. you open your mouth, um, <laughs> salty
2: sea. Yeah, the, the slight tinge
1: of,
0: uh, <laughs> of, of,
2: of, of um, hydraulic fluid. Hydraulic mm. fluid and,
0: and meat fog.
2: Meat um, fog.
1: Meat Meat <laughs> fog. Me. fog? Me. Me. Oh. fog. No, <laughs> meat <laughs> Meat
0: Meat fog. Meat fog. I was like, oh, where's
1: yeah. that perfume at the gift shop?
0: <laughs> That's meat a good fog idea. I the smell. I
1: smell <laughs> in the
2: boathouse. Yeah. We know what? We'll call that meat fog. Meat fog. Meat fog. Yes. And we're going to coin that right here.
3: Copyright. I want to buy that that candle yeah (laughs) that's an idea for the tribute yeah it's in there (laughs) new sense y'all this has been quite enlightening (laughs) I just I feel like I was there I feel like I was on the ride yeah you know
0: five minute ride five minute ride thirty minute interview
1: before we go what's your what's your favorite lines from the
0: ride ooh Uh, I mean classic ten minutes will be shark bait in ten
2: minutes Mm. Yeah, and that one and we're coming home yeah
0: (laughs) call up the marines Yeah. If you
2: good. watch the YouTube video of our executive producer Michelle's
1: boat ride, her favorite line is.
0: Ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember if you said words during that whole video. I think you just screamed for the whole
3: <laughs> whole tour. Whole tour, <laughs> just scream. <laughs> Sounds so about funny. right. Well,
1: let's let's bring it home.
3: Since we are sitting here with our two skippers and uh, the Jaws ride, unfortunately, here at Universal Orlando is now closed, but we can still experience it. Yeah. I think we need to turn it over to our experts uh, to walk us through. Uh, a mock tour. Sure. I'm here for an ambient boat said tour. you are here for a boat tour. I'm here for a boat tour. <laughs> you guys wor- ready for a test. boat
0: tour? I'm ready for a boat tour. Are you ready for a boat tour, David? Yeah, come on in, everybody. I'm,
1: it's me, <laughs> nineteen
0: ninety-six David. Yeah. Can you slide all I'm the way eight down? I'll slide down. <laughs> slide all the way down, sit in that water, please. Sit oh, in the water. Man. It is a it is a water ride. So oh. you sit down in the water on your seat. Should, you should I sit so on bad.
1: the on the side of the boat or in the middle?
0: Um you should sit on the side. Oh
1: man. Okay. I have a distinct memory of like every once in a while a big wave would yep. come over the side and <laughs> yep. it's just wet, it did. but it's not a
0: wave.
2: depending on the boat,
1: depending on the
0: boat.
2: All right, yep. sorry, I broke the immersion. We're back. <laughs> we're
1: here.
0: We're, in it. Yeah, so we're on the, run. the boat.
2: Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. So, uh, all right, everybody, turn and wave to those happy landlubbers, and um, we're waving. off. Hi, everybody. My name is Mike. I'll be your skipper today. Uh, uh, we're going to look at the actual spots where back in 1974, that battle shark Jaws devoured those poor, innocent Islanders. <laughs> Off on the port, port side, side. Uh, you'll see the home of our very own Chief of Police, Martin
0: Brody. Uh, oh my gosh. Brody really did blow up that shark and became a legend at his own time. Go. How many of you have seen the film Jaws? Me. Oh, lucky you. You got to see it. We had to live it. We were afraid that a shark was going to jump through our window. Blah, blah, <gasps> blah. And then...
2: That's when... Amity
0: Amity, Amity three, 3 we're calling We're Amity 6 Yeah Amity 3 This is Amity 3 There's a It's going under the
1: boat Oh no Are you uh, British? Are you a Amity, British tourist? I am Oh uh, no In
0: 1996 uh, Oh no. Uh, no I told oh, you you no. shouldn't oh, come no. to America No No uh, No <laughs> Um amity six to bass. Uh that sounded like Amity Three. Did you copy that transmission? It sounded like Amity 3 over. Uh yeah, this bass, we copied this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Gordon on it sounded like Gordon on Amity Three. He Who's headed back in? Uh keep an eye out for him. Base clear. Okay, well, drive, <laughs> <laughs> drive, 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 drive. Anyways, I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Let's turn uh,
2: around in the corner. Around the corner of twinkle, the lighthouse. Twinkle, twinkle music.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, what? What is it? I can't believe it. What happened? Amity six to base. Amity three is sinking out by the lighthouse, and I don't see any survivors. I don't know what could have done this except but <sighs> a shark. <laughs> Shark! It's the biggest one I ever. Awesome. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is oh the big gosh. fin off
1: to the right yep. side, That's right? Fin, no, okay. one, on the left. One. On, the on the left. left. On the okay.
0: Left. Uh, it's going under the boat, Bays. What ah, do we okay. do? Under the,
2: boat.
0: the boat is rocking. Oh <laughs> <I> no! <know.
2: laughs> yeah, and then it's like uh, there uh, should be a grenade launcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course this thing
0: is loaded? Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh classic. shoot! Crescendo, life. crescendo, uh, uh, water spout. Yep. Crescendo, water spout. Missed
0: again. Amity six to base. Tell tell Gosh. Chief Brody that we're going to be waiting inside the boathouse until he gets here. Okay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> was that a cue? That, that was cute. Okay. <laughs> you can tell. Okay. But so you had to you like would, okay, and then you would turn the light on, okay. and you'd go through, and it was very cool.
2: No music. Yeah, but you're but hearing like
0: ding, air. ding, drip, ding, drip, ding, drip, ding, ding,
2: and the music. You're smelling
0: you go, Hello. meat fog. fog.
2: Yeah, the back, back doors yeah. close and it's <laughs> pitch black.
0: You go, oh, what was that? <laughs> and then the barrels go, and you go, oh, we're getting out of here. Throttle, <laughs> nothing. Oh no, <gasps> throttle. Come on, man, this isn't, this isn't funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. And then there's another bang on the wall. She's not
2: shifting into gear. It's not
0: shifting into gear. Yep. Um. And then finally, got it. We're out of here. Boom. Okay. And then you would almost hit the dock, so you'd have to turn the yes, wheel. Yes.
2: Yeah. Because it was a, it was a, sharp, it right, was a sharp, almost right-angle right turn. Right angle turn. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then it was, Amity Six, this is Chief Brody. I'm on my way. I'll be there in 10 minutes. <gasps> Uh-oh.
2: 10 minutes. We'll be shark bait in 10 minutes. Mm. Uh, mm. That's my Rene favorite Maver- one. one. And then the skipper starts to take matters into their own hands. Come on, hero.
0: Where is yeah. he? Yep. I don't see him. Oh, behind us. Scream. Ma- ah. Megan
2: is miming the grenade
1: launcher. Yes, She's not. locked and loaded.
0: <laughs> and then you would shoot. You'd shoot at the shark, but you shot the the gas dog. Yep. You shot oh. the, in the one wow. spot.
2: You should never shoot. He-
0: yes, you the shot Hess. the petrol. The Hess- <laughs> <laughs> What have you done? What have you done? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um. Uh, oh, this is bad. This Big is really explosion. bad. So,
2: so explosion, then the fire. So hot. The fire flame surrounds was so the front of the boat. Yep. And guess what? We gotta go. We gotta go for it.
0: <gasps> <intense> music. Music. <laughs> and I would blow the flames out. I don't know if you used no. to blow the flames out. <laughs> I would hang over the side of the boat and go. <laughs> And then skipper is full hero mode at this
1: point. No, they no, can do no,
2: anything. I was, yeah. I, was uh, I was hero going ah fire let's go, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh,
0: and then they would they would magically go out right before the boat passed over. Uh, yeah, and you Sometimes would wait. Before. You would wait to pass the there was like a like a line where the flames were. You would wait and then you go oh, okay we made it. <laughs>
2: And now, now you're in. Now you're in, you're in. protective mode. You're
0: in protective mode. All right. Uh, here's what we're gonna do.
2: we turn around and
0: you see the thing.
2: Yeah, the, the dock. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna pull up that we're dock. Gonna we're gonna
0: exit one, one row at, at a time. time. Okay. It was this
2: little dinky uh, dock,
1: stay seated, right? Yeah. It was. It was called.
0: Side. We're gonna get off of that old fishing dock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. We're gonna unload one row at a time. Uh. Stay seated was a very important thing because people would try yeah. to get off the boat. They
2: oh. would. They would. They would think it's an unload situation. They were yeah. like,
0: oh, I guess we got to go. Um, <laughs> I'm then, going to write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> no. Um, and then it was, uh, one lo- at a time, please stay seated. Oh, no. Look! At your point. <laughs> yep. And there was another fin. Yep. And then you'd go, oh,
2: God. And then it's, and that got Every, it got it, quiet. It, all the all the media kind of kind of leveled off. Yeah, yeah. You the slow, yeah. high pitched tension note. Dun,
0: dun, <sighs> dun, and that was the throttle. Tut, tut, yep. tut. And then you'd go to the side of the boat and you'd wait for him, and he would come out screaming, with, screaming. <laughs> With that, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, watch out for that high voltage, voltage barge. What's the thing we're <laughs> going
1: to What unload? is happening at Please. Amity Island? They have Please giant gas tanks, giant exposed
0: barges.
6: electrical wire. Look,
0: they have to survive <laughs> you until know, the summers.
2: Amity means explosion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! It's called explosion, yes. obviously. <laughs>
2: Um, I think Chief Brody was doing some stuff. I think
1: he had a like, little this
0: secret is, he operation little he, going inher- on. he inherited a bad, corrupt system. Yep. He came in from New York thinking, I can handle this. Yep. No,
2: didn't like water, didn't, didn't like, like boats. Water. And it was 10 minutes away from everything. Yeah.
0: Right. Why would you ever go to Amity if you didn't like water or boats.
2: <laughs> okay. Bad what cause. happened oh. with the high oh, voltage Oh,
0: so bark. the shark screams, shoot, shot one.
2: Yep. <laughs> there, were, there were two shots at the bar. And
0: then what was the, what was the line?
2: Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Eat Do this! It. Oh, easy.
1: yes, eat. of course.
2: Smile, you no. son of a...
1: No, that's the movie. No, that's that's the movie. I'm, yep, that's I am movie. so
2: failing at
0: this. Eat this, and that it. is pop. I did it more recently than you. That's right, Mike. That's you did it a long time ago.
2: long time ago. A long time
1: ago. I can't remember scripts from shows I did like two years ago. Yeah,
0: so, <laughs> so, okay. They're all bouncing around in my head. <laughs> um, Eat this, da-da-da-da-da-da, uh, and then... He would go back into the water.
2: Yep. he was all he was like, all, that, that, all charred and stuff. That kind of like high, still that like high pitched tension note. Yes.
0: And then you would see a corpse of the oh, shirt okay. float yes. up to the top. You go, mm. oh man, that thing's disgusting. <laughs> we really roasted him. And then jump scare. <laughs> the thing jumped out, and you'd shoot again. Yes, and it was either you could either choose to shoot it uh, of your own accord, or you could choose to it be a reaction to yeah. the jump scare like a, oh like a, oh. <laughs> oh oh man what a day and then you put the thing <laughs> back you put the grenade launcher back and then it was uh uh amity 6
2: base chief
0: B- uh, yeah they were saying they were like this is chief brody are you all right yep base chief uh call off the marines we're,
2: we're coming, coming home, home. Mm.
0: Uh, reprise
2: uh, of the
1: da, da, of the I distinctly remember like I felt that celebration yeah. oh, oh,
0: we're I, we did it I really want to thank I think that you all was one that, for like,
1: your we'd incredible bravery the out end. there
3: yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how but, the last line for the skipper is
0: what a day, <laughs> what a day. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> No, but day oh, oh,
1: is oh, it my then lunch then, break then, now then we have
0: a whole cover up storyline
3: right so I want to thank
0: you all for your incredible bravery out there today but listen let's to keep this little shark episode to ourselves. If word of this leaked out, that would be it for Captain Jakes and all the other businesses here on the island. So keep it to yourself.
2: We're all about the community. <laughs> right.
1: I felt like I was there.
0: Me too. That was, really? legit. That was oh, better, honestly. <laughs> that was, pe- that was it's like better.
1: It's you brought but- back memories for me that I had forgotten of being a yeah. guest on it. So yeah, well done.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> Megan, well done.
3: Wait, yes. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> I, I love, love that Mike was on the music. He's I did, like, oh, I, did, I, did yeah.
2: sta- I did stage direction and music. Yeah, that's <laughs>
3: It was perfect. Yes. We didn't get You're any Michelle get screams in there. Ooh, oh, yeah. We should have had her, you know, you punctuate. Screamed. You don't need me to scream. That's okay. <laughs> I might need that.
0: I might need that.
3: All I actually right. just stood there and screamed. I didn't hold on to anything. <laughs> it was
0: just five, five minutes of screaming.
3: <laughs> That's fair.
1: A big thank you to Mike and Megan. That was fascinating. Oh. Uh, I loved hearing the stories. It was so much fun. It was great. Taking us through the tour.
3: Yes, <laughs> particularly love the recreation of the twerk.
1: That was definitely exactly how it was. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, we're going to rejoin them uh, a little later in the episode for a fun game. Uh, and now we'll be joined by another former skipper, and we're going to hear a little bit about the path that his career took after working at Jaws.
3: Welcome back, fam. We are here at the Radio Broadcast Center. We would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us about your connection with Jaws.
4: Hi, guys. My name is Nick Paglisi. I come from 18 years. It's crazy to think back uh, at Universal and started off my career at Jaws. So,
3: a pillar. A pillar in the Universal yeah, community.
4: We're talking about my childhood here. Um, <laughs> so uh, so what go- came first, like the the chicken or the egg? Like the ride or your love for The movie. All right, so my mom's going to be proud, and I'm sure she's listening. Uh, (laughs) But my mom bought me the actual hardcover book. So uh, I came to, I used to live in Clearwater, which is where I grew up. So I drove an hour and a half up one day, uh, skipping school. Kids don't do that. And uh, (laughs) it was a half day, so I was there. And came to a job fair that Universal had, and they were like, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to experience? Do you want to be in entertainment? Do you want to be in this? And I was like, For real, I just want Jaws. That's it. No questions asked. If I get, like, Earthquake or anything else, no diss to Earthquake, which is our sister ride, Uh, I didn't. I just want a Jaws. And I met a wonderful gal named Mimi, who I hear you guys uh, heard about last time. Yes. And uh, she said I was spicy. I still don't know what that means. (laughs) Uh, All these years later, and uh, I had a spark and uh, started, I think, my birthday following that year in 2004.
1: Happy birthday,
4: Nick. The best birthday present ever. So I was so stoked to put on the blue, the Amity Blues, uh, and be a uh, skipper. Uh, So I did that for four and a half years, Um, met some incredible people. Uh, We worked together. We used to work together at, a,
1: at that show where we made guests do some crazy stunts. Yeah, we sure did. And so, yeah. And eat some gross things and all that kind of stuff. hmm.
4: Uh, so, yeah. So, loved Jaws. And then I kind of bounced around Attraction Operations, who's the overarching um, kind of department that runs all the rides at Universal Parks. So, bounced around that, uh, learned uh, quite a bit as I went through. I mean, Jaws is such a unique attraction um, with so many really cool. Uh, facets to it, you know. Not many rides, specifically, Common Day that you have that you are kind of the ride. So, so
3: you obviously have a a long history with Jaws, the ride being here. Tell us, sort of, your contributions other than being a skipper.
4: Sure. So, uh, I was there for. The, I actually didn't work at Jaws when it closed, but I was there because one big thing that is the the biggest kind of stem to all of Jaws and being a skipper. Um, was the camaraderie of the other skippers. So sure. it was a family. I, I know that sounds cliche, but uh, we love each other. It, we still talk. I mean, how many years after the ride closed? Um, so it really was just to be there for each other. There were lots of tears. We all were crying and kind of hugging each other and and learning all of that. Um, but I wasn't a part of the design team for Jaws because that was way before uh, 1990 and then – Redone in 1993 to the version that we know. Uh, but that actually sparked something in me that I never knew or really knew what career path I wanted to go down. Um, I always joke around that Jaws was my summer job. It mm. was never meant to be anything more than one summer. And then, you know, 17 years later, here we are. Uh, so I uh, started learning about kind of how the ride worked, getting to know the ride technicians a lot, kind of falling in love with that simple gags really pay off. Yeah. Whether that's just a sound effect of a shark breaking through wood that, you know, he's going to get you um, to then, of course, you know, falling in love with how we use technology for Halloween Horror Nights and all of that. So that progressed as I started making my rounds and learning more attractions outside of Jaws uh, into me getting really into um, the technology as well as the operation of running an attract any attraction. Um, So I was invited to be um, a part of a team through operations called New Attraction Development. Um, And in that, I was a uh, designer of the Virtual Line product, which now is full steam ahead, uh, used in all Universal parks. Um, Wait, the
3: Virtual Line experience like on the official Universal app?
4: Yeah, pretty much the last eight major rides, uh, I've been a part of that team. And then from there, I progressed over into Universal Creative, um, had an awesome opportunity to open up where I worked for uh, their R&D team, which is known as um, the ATI team, Advanced Technologies and Interactives. Um, in that, I worked very heavily in the official Universal Orlando Resort app, had the opportunity to come across and work with our incredible team at Art and Design uh, for the Halloween Horror Nights mobile games. Uh, this is now my fifth year doing uh, the mobile game uh, for Halloween Horror Nights, which is just mind blowing as a fan um, and a huge Horror Nights nerd. So the fans, I mean, the fans love engaging with it. Yeah, so you
3: you have like footprints, yeah. all over the resort.
4: I'm super pr- proud and and humbled every time I walk through um, any of our parks, and and it's just you know there's so many things I can point out that. You know, my husband rolls his eyes at when I walk in. I'm like, <laughs> but that sign means so much. Uh, <laughs> it's, you it's that not know. Yeah, I was oh. like, yeah, that was so much work to get, you know, these things hidden up. But it's it's really cool to have a footprint and, and a legacy, um, as silly as that sounds. Um, and it's just heartwarming. I'm, I'm always, I'm a very proud Universal uh, Orlando annual pass holder. Nice. So, uh, I, you know, I love to come back to the parks and just hang out. And it all started, started with, with the shark. shark.
3: <laughs> I thought we were going the same route. Uh, we yeah.
4: almost did. Yeah, almost did. We're that, so so very close. that was very close.
3: Going to be cool. Well, since this <laughs> and since
1: it this, also no, we're just we gave up. Okay, we all don't. right, <laughs> moving on.
3: We have some questions about your time working specifically as a skipper.
1: Let's go. Do you have a,
4: like a favorite line or a favorite scene from the ride? I think it has to be. All right, so two things. Again, a huge audio nerd, just a huge nerd in general. But <laughs> I loved the score of the Jaws ride. Absolutely loved it, and so when we used to have to scream, like the the gas Bridewell's gas dock just exploded. Guests are feeling the heat, and we're we're closest to the heat, so the poor skippers are sweating as we're going through. And we just look with dead conviction at the guests and say, "We got to go for it."
3: One last question, because sure. we did quiz our other interview interviewees. Oh no! Okay. Do you remember the spiel?
4: Uh, I will never forget the spiel. Oh,
3: I'm giving it up for Nick. That's perfect. Thanks, Thank Nick. you guys so Thank much. You.
1: It's been a awesome pleasure. stories. I love it. I got it. Hang on. We're out of here. It, it was so cool hearing Nick's journey from, like, Skipper to Universal Creative. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. And now we're going on a journey from creative to creator. Ooh. We're actually going to be talking to uh, one of the creators of the Jaws ride originally. That's right. Way back in the day.
3: We got our friend Peter Alexander on deck. Take a listen to this interview. Right, friends, we are so excited to be here in the Radio Broadcast Center. Uh, David and I are hanging out uh, digitally with our new friend, Peter Alexander. Peter, welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm swell. We're...
1: we're so excited to have you here. Yeah. So we've been doing this whole episode about the Jaws ride. Uh, we've heard some stories from some former skippers who used to work on it, and now we're so excited to actually be talking to uh, one of the, the incredible creators who helped bring it to life. So thank you for joining us.
5: Well, thanks. Glad to be here. Peter, if you
3: can introduce yourself, just let everybody know what what you do.
5: Okay. Hi, I'm Peter Alexander, and I am formerly the Senior Vice President of Shows and Rides at Universal Studios. That's awesome. Sometimes the process, and when I think back to Jaws, I think back to the process not being always totally fun, but the end <laughs> result was totally fun. And that's what matters. Yeah.
1: So let's talk about your your background then. How did you come to be involved uh, with with the Jaws ride with that project?
5: Well, I was originally uh, in aerospace. I was a staff engineer and systems engineering. And so they put me in that job. I had written a few scripts, uh, you know, like everyone else in Hollywood. Sure. And, uh, uh, you know, so they thought, well, okay, you know, you know how to manage things and you've written a couple of scripts. And I became uh, the, uh, basically the creative director of the attractions.
1: And and to set it in, in time here, this is, as the entirety of like Universal Studios Florida was was starting to be created, right?
5: Right. This was about 1988, mm. the very first King Kong attraction. And mm. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, we hadn't done much. The Florida project had sort of become, uh, you know, moribund. I guess that's a good word for it, you know, just kind of <laughs> sitting there and not going anywhere. And so I thought about it, I thought about it, I thought about it. And finally, I came up with something for Back to the Future. At the time, that was pretty cool. I, I remembered. Uh, working on the singer flight simulator. And it was that kind of oh dome simulator attraction. So I thought of that and, and you know, then the rest is history. So, uh, you know, and that leads to the other attractions. And once that we got going and then, uh, Lou Wasserman, our, our big boss, a great guy, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, pulled out the golden shovel, Lou, it's time to get your golden shovel and start digging there. Universal. Uh, oh, wow. Florida. <laughs> so we did. Wow.
1: That's incredible.
5: So in Hollywood, um, Jaws had been a big attraction, mm-hmm. but it was on the tram tour. And then, you know, the guests were in the tram and the shark was, uh, you know, just coming, kind of coming by the, the tram. And, and when it was first premiered in 1975, I mean, that, that attraction just about doubled the, the attendance of the Universal Tour. Wow. It was that big of a hit. Everybody wanted to see Jaws. and You know, it was scary and, you know, it was pretty cool and stuff like that. But, you know, that was 1975 or whatever, whenever it was. And, and, uh, and by 1990 uh, or 1988, when we were coming up with the concepts, you know, it, it was a little tired. And so I knew we had to be in the water. We had to take a boat ride. So I just looked at the Jaws movies. And the, the only one that I really drew from was the first Jaws. Mm-hmm. but I knew a lot about it, and how difficult it was and how they weren't sure. That the, For example, the scenes would match because sometimes uh, they were shooting uh, you know, in clouds and sometimes in sun. And they thought, well, you know, we're going to cut from scene to scene and the water won't match. And the, and the mechanical shark didn't work a lot. Uh, and, and it was a lot of problems. I knew all about that. And uh, so I just came up with things that, that, that were evocative of that. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I started out with the, you know, the initial scenes that, uh, you know, we cite Jaws because that's kind of like the way it was in, in the movie after, you know, the, the moments that, that really got you, you know, when, <laughs> when the young girl is pulled down by the shark and so on. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they, you know, they head out to sea. And, you know, so we were heading out to sea and, uh, you know, we were we were in there with uh, with the captain in, in, uh, in a tour boat. That, that was the idea one that we specially designed so that everyone would have a good view. And so it actually had a raised platform so that the people in the back were sitting on a higher plane. So they all had sight lines down to uh, the water in front of them. So that was kind of fun uh, to do that uh, boat design. I kind of figured that one out. And, um, and then we got to the, the the first good scene was the boathouse because Mm -hmm. in order for jobs (laughs) to work, it had to be night. It had to be dark. It had to be close. You had to be scared. You know, when you're out there in the middle of the ocean you, and you're in a boat, you're thinking, wow, we could get away from jazz, you know, we got a boat. <laughs> right. but uh, you get in a boathouse and it's dark and so on and so forth. So you bring different guys in and I said, you know, go through that boathouse, make that thing really scary, you know, go, you know, do your thing. And then we came to the big scene and I thought, well, how are we really going to get him?" <laughs>
1: Um, it scared again, me as a child. Bugs. Definitely <laughs> it scared me a lot. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> let's uh, let's have the shark uh, bite the boat. Well, it couldn't really bite the boat. So it, it and let's have him pull it pull out of the water. So it was you know we went onto this giant rig that spun around as jaws appeared to bite the boat and spin it. Mm-hmm. And then we you know the 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 captain would fire at the shark and you'd get away. And uh, and then there would be one last chance to get the shark. which she shark would make one more run, and just like uh, in the the film, uh, you know, we we catch the shark with a a uh, explosive uh, tank in his mouth, oh and uh, shoot that, and it would blow up. So I came up with uh, I called it "Shark Bites Wire, Starts Fire." Ooh,
1: and it rhymes. I love it. you
5: Yeah, that was basically. Uh, the way the attraction was uh, re-engineered, and, uh, and it became a really nice attraction. It wasn't, you know, the fantastic thing it might have been, mm. but by gosh, it worked every time. So, <laughs> you know, it was just a learning experience, and, uh, you know, I learned a lot, let's put it that
1: way. Well, and, and like you said, well, I mean, you you laid such an ambitious foundation, so...
5: Yeah, and they were all ambitious. There were no rides with uh, with motion bases, and uh, and now there's a bunch of them. And uh, you know, we so we kind of pioneered that, and uh, and a lot of other uh, wonderful special effects, and you know, giant Kong and everything like that. It was great. And Back to the Future, which was again a big hit. Everything fell in, in pretty well, but mm-hmm. Jaws Jaws was the toughest job.
3: Well, we are very happy that you took the time to meet with us today, Mr. Alexander. Thank you so much for all of your insight. It was really cool to kind of go down memory lane with you and hear about the inception of the ride from, uh, from obviously a brilliant creative such as yourself. So, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we hope to have you on future episodes.
5: I'd love to be back, and I'll tell you
1: anything you want to know.
3: Oh, we'll
5: take care of on that. (laughs) That
3: sounds great. (laughs) Thank thank you so so much. much. Jaws fans, guess what? You will never believe who we are hanging out with in the Radio Broadcast Center. We are with a, a bona fide rock star, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. <laughs> now, I don't want to butcher your last name. I do know your first name is David, but can you pronounce your last name for me?
6: Yes, it's David Kniper.
3: Kniper. Got it. David Kniper, uh, like I said, is is a rock star because and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you composed the music that was used in Jaws. Is that correct? The ride.
6: That is correct. And did all the sound design and mixed the sound uh, on the attraction.
3: That's a big deal. That's a big deal because a lot of our guests and team members that uh, remember Jaws fondly, they remember those music cues and they remember that music for sure. I mean, who doesn't know, you know the Jaws theme?
6: Yeah, it's such an iconic score. Yeah, that uh, it you know that it fits that attraction perfectly.
3: Absolutely.
1: Well, I guess that's my first question: is, is you know, how did you join the project and and coming into a, a a movie, you know, turning into a ride that has such an iconic score? You know, how do you approach translating that into the ride experience?
6: I was hired by Peter Alexander, who I think you guys spoke to. On we a did. Previous, Our new uh, friend, yes. Yes. And so Peter um, hired us to do this. And so we met with the producers. And, you know, typically what you do is you do a temp version of the score. You take music from the CD and you cut it together. But because the ride was so different than the film in many ways, I just launched in and wrote a first draft of the score using all of the John Williams themes and then we would take that out onto the boat and, and plug it in and test it and run it and, and make adjustments based on on those initial run-throughs. Wow. Now, when you say
1: taking it out to the ride, I mean, are, are you actually sitting out there on site going through kind of the rotation there?
6: Or? Yeah, actually sitting on the boat, um, <laughs> you know, doing it one, one scene at a time. Uh, working out all of where the, you know, the skipper introduces his dialogue. And so you're sort of working, you have a, you start with the script, but then when you get in the field, you have to do little tiny timing adjustments because it, you know, you realize it takes a little bit longer to get to this point than you thought, or it was a little bit shorter to get here. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, um, it's a trial and error process somewhat.
3: It sounds tedious, but ultimately very successful. Because I I will tell you, we met with a couple of skippers who actually vocally recreated their entire spiel, and um, one of them was kind of relegated to doing all of the sound effects and music, Uh, and it was pretty cool to hear that uh, recreated. It it made such an impact that he remembers it all those years later.
6: Well, I think the skippers did an amazing job overall through the entire run of the ride. I mean, it it was there for a couple of decades, and... I think the skipper tradition on that ride was really, really effective. They owned it uh, from the very beginning. And then in 2012, a bunch of skippers reached out to me when the ride was shutting down and sent me videos of themselves. And, I mean, wow, what a tradition.
3: Absolutely. Almost
1: universally, every skipper that we talked to today talked about the moment uh, when – when the the water caught on fire and there was this heroic moment and the music swells and they're like, we're going through it. And they become like the hero and, and every single one to, to a person was like, they, they talked about the score. They talked about that, you know, that emotion and that, and that swell there that, that inspired them to drive on to the end of the ride.
6: Yeah. Well, the music really helped that moment. And, and we actually experimented with a couple of different ideas before we landed on what's in the ride now. Um, again, emphasizing the heroism and all of that 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 really played well,
3: sure. i want to I want to take you back, David. thirty something <laughs> years. to your first time that you experienced the attraction as a guest and you got uh, to sit there amongst other guests, knowing that you had created the music. what What was that experience like for you?
6: Um it's nice. It's great to actually hide behind the anonymity. <laughs> um, and so the anonymity is really nice because you get, just get to watch people and their pure reactions. And I, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Well, your secret is out now. I
3: mean, <laughs> <laughs> now, now the anonymity ends. All right. You're yeah. on the discovery universal oh, podcast, oh. David.
1: I shouldn't have done this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <didn't I? laughs> it's going to be people knocking on your door. Right. So have you worked on
6: other uh, rides since then with, with universal? Oh yeah. I mean, well, I had a very long relation and have a very long relationship with Universal all the way through, you know, doing an attraction at the new park in Beijing. Oh, so, my, wow. it was a relationship that just continued through the, the decades. In fact, I think I've worked on an attraction in every park.
3: Incredible.
1: That's a distinction. That's awesome. Yeah. So so what do you think uh Maybe has changed, <laughs> yeah. you know, from, from Jaws back then working on that to, to now working on our, our latest and, you know, most advanced uh, attractions over at the new parks.
6: Yeah, so, you know, I've got two responses to that. The stuff that's changed and the stuff that hasn't changed. Sure. And, you know, the stuff that's changed really is the technology. You know, when I think back on Jaws, there wasn't the gear that we have now because it was a young, nascent kind of inter- industry. And so what we were doing with speakers and playback devices and then just figuring out how to do sound on a ride is we were using gear that really was intended for something else. Mm. And so the innovation was taking this off-the-shelf technology, you know, where there might have been a repeater card for some industrial application, um, and we were using that to play music, you know, for the ride for Jaws. I see. And and so the innovation was this stuff off the shelf that we were repurposing. And now the big change is that there's custom gear for all of that because this, uh, you know, it's a world theme parks are now a global phenomenon and they're everywhere in all different sizes, all different scales. So there's more gear. So it's easier to do complicated things than it ever was. And then the thing that's the same is Universal always really had this tremendous inventiveness and this really go for broke kind of thing that you see in the Jaws ride. Because what we forget is how innovative it was at the time. Oh, yeah. you know, you look back at the videos and they're, they, they almost look a little bit campy to me now, but at the time they were super innovative. Like nobody was doing anything like this. Yeah. And with, you know, scaring people, when you go into the boathouse and the big beat where the shark jumps out of the water and you're just literally terrified, that people weren't really doing that. Competitors weren't really, you know, getting their <laughs> audiences to feel terrified. Sure. Uh, so that was a, you know, that, That boldness, um, you know, was a universal trademark, and I think that they have continued that nonstop since then. So universal, you know, in its DNA, you know, creates these really interesting, innovative, you know, breakthrough attractions. Uh, None of that has has changed. It's just we have better gear to produce our our visions.
3: And that makes you a pioneer. (laughs) In your time, yep. absolutely.
6: Pioneers take all the arrows. That's right. That's <laughs> oh, right.
3: All right, one last question for you. Sure. You've you got to have a favorite moment on the Jaws experience on the ride. What would be your favorite beat uh, that you remember from the ride?
6: Um, well, there were two, really. Okay. The, the two things that we worked the hardest on that took us the most time was the entire boathouse gag. Mm. If you recall, you know, you go into the boathouse thinking you're going to escape the shark and then for him to pop up right there beside you in the building. That was a big moment. That was, And so that was really fun putting that together and then finally developing the whole fire sequence where you cut through and you escape and, you know, you back to unload. Uh, that whole, you know, figuring out the end of the ride and the boathouse were, were my two favorite parts parts of the attraction.
3: Certainly, standouts from uh, from other skippers and interviews that we've had. That 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 boathouse gag really stands out.
6: Yes, it was it was quite something. I do remember also working a long time to get the grenade to get the music to sync with one of the the uh, water cannon explosions. Oh. Uh, one of the earliest ones because the timing on that cannon kept shifting around and it just that was again one of the technical inflexibilities that we were coping with at the time that you don't have to deal with so much now but um uh, yeah so that was probably the most difficult thing and then the most rewarding was the boathouse probably that's awesome i love it it's it's so fascinating to hear about it and and, and I love your point
1: about, you know, the, the innovation back then and then just kind of continuing that spirit of innovation going forward.
6: That's great.
3: For sure. Hey, my friend, the reward is all ours because as guests and, and uh, team members, you know, we get to remember this incredible franchise fondly.
6: I really appreciate you asking me to be a part of this and also just, you know, recognizing JAWS and its historical significance in the whole theme park world.
1: Of course. And and of course your contributions. I mean the importance of sound, the importance of a score, and how you know the emotional journey that it can take you on. Sometimes without even realizing it, like
6: consciously, it's
1: yeah, it's it adds awesome. to
3: that immersion. Yeah. Well, David, you are a legend, my friend, call icon, Hello. a hero. <laughs> all right,
6: hey guys, thank thank you very much. Talk to y'all
5: soon.
3: You as well. Have a good one. We are back in the radio broadcast center with Mike and Megan. We've had. Several interviews today, of course, with our friend Nick, who is now on a, a trail through Universal Creative. We talked to Peter Alexander, who was so much fun and kind of taking us back to those nostalgic days of the ride creation, and also David Kneiper, who was the composer of the ride score.
1: It's very cool. Very it, so much awesome information, and and I loved hearing them kind of reminisce about everything.
3: Yeah. Well, we need to prove how much we've learned.
1: Megan is super awesome. She brought some old like training materials. From when she worked uh, on the Jaws ride. And it's and it's in the form of like a, a board game.
0: Mm-hmm. A trivia so board game. So it was game. like edutainment. edutainment. I love that. <laughs> Just like the podcast. We're having
1: fun and <laughs> we're, we're learning. And we're learning. I love, yeah. Hey, that's what we try to do on this podcast. That's right? the motto. want to teach people about this park <laughs> and we want to have some fun doing it. Yep. So uh, I think you're going to quiz us yeah. on some old, probably not the operational stuff.
0: No. But
1: some of the some of the fun stuff. And yeah. it's Carrie and I and and Mike as well does not know the questions ahead of time, right? I do no. not,
2: and I so. probably won't know the answers either. <laughs> well, you got you
1: got a way better chance than we do.
3: We're gonna find out. Yeah. i right, Take it away. Are Easy. we okay? Wait. We'll what's wait. the rule? Are the I'm I'm Do we buzz Are in the rules, with the dolphin sound? Do we got Is it with the screaming jaw sound? Do we get points? Are we playing for something? Yeah. Are we making this up as we go?
1: And the loser has to buy Ocean Attacks for everybody at Shea Alcatraz. Yes.
3: There you go. I'll get my wallet ready. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's like
1: that's like the prize of half these games, I am realizing.
0: <laughs> it's a drink. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy you a drink. It's worth it. All right. Okay, we're ready. Uh okay. So these are all these are all theming questions. Okay. So the first one's uh do you want me to say the multiple choice answers or do you wanna tr- try to figure it out by yourself? Without Can we use multiple choice as a lifeline? Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. See, see, see. okay.
2: Is there a phone a friend?
0: There's <laughs> <laughs> a phone a friend, yeah. <laughs> we can phone each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so the first question is: uh, Who is Martin Brody?
2: Oh, he's the chief of police. Mm,
0: you didn't buzz it. One, one to, to zero to zero. <laughs> uh, ah. <laughs> yes, Mike, Mike Aiello
2: Martin Brody is the chief of police. Yes, of Ding Amity. ding ah. ding!
0: That's one point. You already win the game. <laughs> you just Mike wins. He wins. Um, uh, what is your if you were working at the ride, what is your themed role at Jaws? Ah! Boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My buzzing sound is the gas explosion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, you got it. Okay. I mean I didn't, but I'll take it. Uh, cuz we're never going to win otherwise. Uh you you are a you're a captain on Jake's family boat tour. Ooh, that's oh, incorrect. Man. Okay. You gave
0: us a promotion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I'm the high voltage barge. <laughs> You are a skipper
3: for Captain Jake's Amity Boat Tours. Correct. That's correct. Um, Not a captain. Skipper and
0: captain or – th-
2: No, there, there's only one captain. That's oh, Jake.
0: Man. Yeah, Jake and it, barely. It was I don't want to out
5: nautical
1: law here. It was, was right? syntax, but it, okay.
0: it, you know, good try. Um, okay, this is the this is the last one. Oh gosh, how many grenades are fired over the course of the ride experience at Jaws? Boom. Oops. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Did you just that make up a, a number? Bold guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I, I guess
2: I'm the dolphin that doesn't exist in the yeah, attraction. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah,
0: yeah. You're thanks. the dolphin from Poseidon's Fury: Escape from yeah, Lost obviously. City*. That, <laughs> <Yes>. that's correct. <laughs> that's correct.
2: Making a cameo. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I'm gonna say six. Six is correct. Boom. Oh, wow. Six is correct. There are two. Two have nice. scene two. Uh, two, one in the uh, fire dock, two at the end. Three, three, at, the three at the end. Three at the end. Yeah. Wow.
3: Nice work. That was good. good. Wow. Ten.
0: Nailed it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten? We you did win. three class. questions. You got you ten win. points. Everybody gets ten points. Everybody gets Everybody ten wins. points. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: didn't get any points. You, you yeah, know, you sorry. Any points. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, bud. Oopsie oh, it's the
3: price you pay. You have to get a drink. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. No worries. <laughs> you nailed it.
1: Well, thank you all for listening to what. Was uh, an incredibly special episode to record. Getting to meet everyone, getting to hear everyone's stories, their memories.
3: I said at the beginning of the episode that I felt like I probably had the least uh, connection with Jaws and the ride and the franchise, but now I feel like I'm kind of part of the legacy.
1: You got to like see it and hear it through everyone else's passion and everything.
3: Feel how important it is to people. Yeah.
1: A shark, an attraction, a legacy,
3: a summer blockbuster. (laughs) Jaws. (laughs)
1: A summer job, as they all say, (laughs) that that ended up going way beyond. I love it. Well, I think there's only one way to end a, a special Jaws episode, and we'll throw it to Skipper Michelle.
3: We are coming home. To learn more about Universal Parks and Resorts, head to our show notes for links to our Discover Universal blog for a more in-depth look around our destination. While you're there, sign up to receive emails that will include articles, videos, and this podcast delivered right to your inbox to prepare for your next vacation. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.